You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James. Founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hey everyone, this is Stephen James from Project Life Mastery, and today I'm excited to introduce you to a very successful Amazon seller. His name is Ian Bauer. Uh, Ian was an executive chef working 60 hours a week. He started his Amazon business on the side doing FBA, Fulfillment by Amazon, and he was able to grow that side business to making $45,000 a month while working 60 hours a week by hiring a team of virtual assistants to help him run and manage that business. He eventually quit his job and he was able to grow and scale his business to making $90,000 a month. Um, so pretty incredible. Uh, he's gonna share with you guys the process of what he went through to create that amount of money. Uh, he's actually gonna share with you a process called reverse source wholesaling. This is a different model of selling on Amazon than what you might have heard about before. If you follow me here on Project Life Mastery, you probably already know about private labeling where you private label a product that you find a manufacturer, a supplier, let's say in China, and you source that product from them and then you launch it on Amazon under your own brand. This is a different model than that. It's even different than retail arbitrage, which is you know going to 
you know, uh, going to Walmart, going to Target, finding products on sale at a discount and then trying to resell them on Amazon. It's different than that model as well. So if you don't know about reverse source wholesaling, then you wanna make sure that you watch this interview in full because Ian's gonna explain to you how this business model works and the many advantages of it and why it could be a great fit for you. So Ian, thank you so much for your time today. Do you mind sharing with people just a little bit about your story about how you got started selling on Amazon and how you discovered reverse source wholesaling? Yeah, sure. So um, my story is kind of funny. I've been a chef my whole life. I trained as a chef. I got a full scholarship to culinary school. Like I identified as a human being with being a chef. You know, it was a big part of my personal identity. Um, and I'd always kind of knew that I wanted to own my own business. I just always thought that that business was going to wind up being a restaurant and thank God it wasn't. Um, and the, so the way I kind of like stumbled into FBA is I was actually looking around for ways to accrue rewards points. Uh, I've always wanted to like travel, you know, and see the world and stuff like that. And so I was like, all right, how are people traveling for free? Like people talk about this all the time. Like, how are they doing it? And, you know, like there's a million ways out there. But one of the things I came across was this idea of FBA, where you like buy stuff at discounts at Walmart and then sell it on Amazon. So retail arbitrage or online arbitrage. And uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I'm not really somebody who likes to shop though. So, um, you know, like I foisted that onto my wife. I was like, you love shopping, you go do this and then make some money and just here, use the chase card to do it. Right. And so that's, that's how we got started. And then the minute and, and she did that and she liked it. But then the minute like a spreadsheet got involved and she had to do things like bookkeeping, she was done. She was out. And so it was up to me to do it. And I hated shopping. So I started looking for ways to not have to shop to supply inventory on Amazon. And that's uh, when I came across this idea of reverse sourcing wholesale. So do you mind sharing with people just what that process is, reverse sourcing wholesaling? Because, you know, many people might know about selling on Amazon, um, you know, more, I think the more popular model is private labeling a product. That's something I've talked a lot about on my, uh, my YouTube channel, but reverse source wholesaling is something that a lot of people don't know much about. I didn't know much about it um, until about a year ago. Um, so do you mind sharing with people just how that process works? Yeah. So, you know, in order to get products to sell on Amazon, there's a few different ways you could do it. You know, I just mentioned retail arbitrage, which is buy stuff on discounts. And then people talk about bundling and private labels, of course, like trying to find keywords to, uh, you know, golden nugget keywords and then filling a need there. So reverse sourcing wholesale is really just a, ver is a, is a version of how to find inventory on Amazon. And the idea behind it is that you go on Amazon and you find products which are already selling really, really well. And you identify those products based on a set of criteria. And then um, you reach out to the brand owner and you say, hey, I want to sell your product. I want to buy it wholesale and sell it on Amazon. And so then they approve you, you buy the product, you sell it on Amazon, and that's how you find your inventory and then make your money. Okay. And what if the product's already selling on Amazon and how would that process work in terms of allowing you to also sell it on Amazon? Yeah. So it needs to be selling on Amazon. Uh, if it's not already selling on Amazon, it doesn't meet your criteria. We want products that are already selling really, really well. Now, if there are other sellers that are on the listing itself and selling at the same time, then you'll become one of those sellers and you just calculate what your, what we call buy box share will be, you know, so if, uh, you know, all things being equal, the buy box will rotate among the sellers who are prime eligible, right? So if there's 
you and three other sellers on a listing and you're all buy box competitive, then you'll get 25% of that buy box share. So you just figure out if that's worth it for you and that's what you want to do. You know, So if it's selling a thousand units a month, then potentially you're going to get 250 of those sales. So that's really the um, consideration there. It should already be on Amazon and already selling well. Got it. And so with this model, um, how like when, when you're first getting started with this, what's that process like? Are you just doing a lot of research and then kind of reaching out to all these different companies and asking if you can wholesale the product? And then if they say yes, um, you know, how much would you be starting with typically? How much units would you order from them or start selling on, under their listing? So getting started is pretty simple. Um, you are going to basically scrape Amazon, uh, do a bunch of research, go through and pour through the different products uh, on Amazon. And there's millions and millions of them, right? Um, and you're really looking for a set of criteria. And all the ones that match the criteria that you're looking for go onto a spreadsheet or go into a CRM software or something like that. And then you reach out to those brand owners and basically just say, hey, I want to sell your products. Can we do that? And then there's a negotiation process where they send over a price list or, you know, basically move you down the, the road here, fill out a new account application. But once you have everything set up and the price is good and, you, and you're ready to buy, um, what I recommend now, a wholesalers uh, or brand owners is the, is the preferred term here. Brand owners typically have a um, minimum order that they want you to place. Uh, and so it could be as little, I mean, I've seen it literally as little as $250 or $500. Some of them are going to be three or $4,000. And, and if that's not in your budget, then that's not the right brand owner for you. You just move on to the next fish. But what I really recommend is that you start by ordering as little as you possibly can. And the reason is because when you're doing this process, the initial step is an estimate. You're using software that guesses what the sales velocity would be. And you don't want to get stuck with inventory you can't sell. So we place a little test order and we send that in. And now we have our own sales data that will confirm if our estimates are correct. And then once that's good, then you're going to want to order a month of inventory at a time. Got it. And so for you, when you first discovered this, I'd love to hear just kind of how it was for you. Did you just kind of start with one product? Um, did you kind of pick a few? And did you encounter some challenges along the way um, that you didn't expect, I guess, when you're first getting started? Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. So when I started out, it took me probably about a month or two to land my first wholesale account. And they're still, they're still my wholesale account. Mm. Um, and so that's one of the actual benefits of this is that when you find a wholesale account, as long as you're providing value to them and it remains profitable, you get to keep that account. You don't have to go find it again. And so in that way, it becomes a little bit like passive income. There's no real such thing as passive income, really. But, um, you know, that's going to be um, as, as close as you could get on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And as far as challenges, I've, act I've got probably, you know, a laundry list of challenges. Um, so a, a couple of my favorite ones are uh, one of the first wholesale products I bought. Uh, and this is a good example of too good to be true. Sometimes things are too good to be true. So I found this like blue ocean. There was like a 50% margin. There was no sellers. It wasn't even Amazon Prime. I was like, this is going to be a slam dunk. Mm -hmm. And I uh, bought it and uh, it was sitting on my dining room table because that's how I was working at my business. And then I go to list it on Amazon and it's hazmat. And I didn't realize that. And I had bought this stupid thing and now I can't sell it on Amazon because back then, six years ago, hazmat was like this like completely gated uh, area. You couldn't, there was no path forward at all for getting on gated hazmat. 
And so, uh, yeah, so then I had to beg the owner, the, the wholesaler to take it back, <laughs> which they did, thankfully. Yeah. Um, and then another challenge is, um, you know, if you have a full-time job, then sometimes squeezing in when to work on your business can be a little bit challenging. And I actually, and this is one of the cool things about this model is you can innovate and you can use your own strengths. And so what I did was I built an email, an automatic email system that was emailing brand owners without me getting involved. Just, you know, I, I had a virtual assistant plugging stuff into a spreadsheet and then it would just go. So uh, that's how I overcame that challenge. Got it. And so what, what kind of success did you have when you're kind of first getting into this? Um, did it kind of all happen at once or did it kind of take some time to get to a point? And, and do you mind even sharing some of the success that you've had? Yeah. So it's, a, you know, it's an inventory based business model. So that means that one of your chief restrictions is always going to be your available capital. So if you're starting off with $1,000 on a credit card, you're going to ultimately be able to bootstrap that and grow it into something big. Um, and it's certainly in my business that was has always been one of the key restraints has been um, the available cash flow because you're, you're always reinvesting it. So at, the best month I ever had on Amazon was $95,000. And it took me about three years to get to that uh, place. Um, most months, my business settles in around fifty to fifty-five thousand uh, dollars in in revenue. And um, once you you know once you grow to that point, then you can reinvest or or you could start taking a paycheck or whatever it is that you want to do. And so that's what I've experienced growing the business. That's amazing. And just in terms of, I guess, where you are now with it, how much time does it kind of require from, from you? I know you mentioned you have some virtual assistants, but I'd love just to kind of hear the time commitment you'd say, um, I guess, when you're first getting started with it, but maybe at the point where you also are now, where maybe it doesn't you know, need as much of your time as it did uh, when you're first starting it. Yeah, it really depends on your trajectory for the business and your goals for the business. If you want like a little lifestyle business, which is what basically what I have, yeah. Um, in the, initially I was really spent spending less than five hours a week because I was a full-time chef. So that meant like literally 70 hour work weeks, working weekends, working nights. And then I really just wanted to spend time with my wife and my children. And so I was really, honestly, at the beginning, just spending a couple hours a week. And it was basically the, the minute I could hire a virtual assistant to do it for me, I did, which was like rocket fuel for my business too, because now they're working 40 hours a week on my business, which is amazing. Um, so in the beginning, it was just a few hours a week. I quit my job, my full-time job in 2017. And then I was able to invest a little bit more time personally into it, which was cool. And then we saw some more rocket fuel then because it had 100% of my love, focus, and attention. Yeah. Um, and then, so nowadays I spend five to 10 hours per week working on it. Um, and that's because I'm not really like actively growing it. Like I said, it's like a lifestyle business. So really what we're doing is we're, we're going deeper with our accounts and providing better service and making sure we're holding on to them. And then just basically kind of in this like maintenance mode. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. 
I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Well, that's awesome. And so what do you, you know, see for the, you know, I guess just the future of, I'd be curious, is Amazon in general, but, but this model, is this a model that you kind of see continuing to kind of take off and grow that has a lot of opportunity as Amazon can, continues to grow? Or is it something that you're seeing uh, becoming a little bit more competitive now that maybe other people are finding out about it? Or, you know, what's been your experience with that? And just kind of what do you, what do you kind of see maybe down the road with um, this opportunity? Yeah, so um, it, so it is getting more competitive, but it's always getting more competitive, and that's always been a thing. But it, I think that the rate of competitiveness is also is not meeting the rate of expansion of Amazon. Um, you know, most Amazon sellers actually don't stick around for very long, and so the co competition uh, falls off. So really, persistence pays, um, and then brands are always coming to uh, the Amazon marketplace on a continual basis, and and they're they really do not know what they're getting into sometimes. And so there's a tremendous opportunity to provide value to those brands. And then the other thing that I'll point out is, you know, I think that we manage maybe like five brands total, you know, and so it's not like you need right. to have a gigantic slice of this pie. You know, if you get just a handful of brands, you could literally, you know, potentially it depends on the brands, but you could use that to replace your income, you know? And so, um, you know, you just got to carve out a little place for yourself. You don't have to, you know, worry about taking over Amazon or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. And in terms of, you know, when you find the products, you mentioned you're using software, you're doing a lot of the research in advance. Um, have you ever had products that you decided to go with or wholesale, but just did not get any traction and have success? Or do you feel that because you're following a certain criteria, you're doing all that research in advance, it's pretty hard to um, choose products that in, you know won't end up having the success. Yeah, so actually, it's extraordinarily rare for that to happen. Um, and in my experience, over literally thousands of brand owners contacted um, and hundreds and hundreds of products sold, it's happened one time, just one goofy time. And it was uh, it was a product where what I suspect was happening was that the software was reading the sales velocity for a sub rank. So typically sub or subcategory rather. So subcategories have this, you know, like it's, you know, like a top level sales rank could be like 5,000 out of potentially 75,000 or something, but the subcategories are always like something goofy, but anyway, it was basically inflating the numbers. And so I got this thing and I tried to sell it and it was like obvious right from the beginning that 
all of the other people on this listing also fell for the trap. And so, but that's happened one time, you know, and so that was a loss. So we just dumped it. We dumped the inventory, carried on with our lives. Not a big deal. Yeah. And I guess that's the benefit of this model compared to um, private labeling is that you don't have to invest as much upfront. And so because you're wholesaling, maybe you can get started with a couple hundred bucks as the minimum order. And if it doesn't work out, yes, you're still kind of stuck with some of those units, but um, you know, I'm sure you can still sell them off over time, but you can kind of cut your loss and then move on to some other products until you find some of those winning, winning accounts. Yeah. And that was basically the only time I've ever experienced a complete loss on a product, yeah. you know, and it was literally just a couple hundred bucks. Um, you know, you run into sometimes uh, occasionally where like the price will tank on Amazon and you could typically um, break even, you know, if you do that and you just sell it off. Yeah. What kind of, uh, what kind of profit margins can someone expect? Um, like what's a good, consider a good profit margin in this business model? So profit margins kind of tricky. Um, let's, I'll assume that you're, you're up and running and going and you got a couple of accounts. Once you have that going, you could really expect to see between 15 and 20%, um, you know, depending on how much pay-per-click advertising you're running and what rate you've negotiated with a brand owner and your shipping costs and stuff like that. Um, the limiting factor really is sometimes when you're starting out, you have to absorb some fixed costs on the front end. So like your software subscriptions become a smaller and smaller impact on your bottom line, the more revenue you have. So the goal really is like a 15 or 20% margin. Got it. Got it. And I, you know, if you have that long-term mentality and, you know, you're able to land some of those accounts, order more inventory from them and you get that dialed in, then obviously you can get, you know, better and better those profit margins. Um, I'd love to ask you just about the wholesale formula. Um, I know that's a program that you took that, taught you a lot of this. Um, I've shared it briefly before with my audience. Do you mind sharing with people a little bit about how you came across the wholesale formula and what has been your experience with it? Yeah, so um, so the way that I came across it was I was part of a retail arbitrage group, believe it or not. And uh, I was basically complaining about how uh, I hated it so much. And somebody in that group introduced me to these guys, Dan and Dylan at the wholesale formula. And they are actually the ones that taught me every single thing about this whole process about, you know, they introduced me to reverse sourcing wholesale and, and the whole thing. Um, and so that's exactly what the wholesale formula is. It's, it's this formula for doing exactly what I've just described. Um, and it takes you kind of, it starts out by, by like showing you the criteria that you're looking for and how to identify good products and how to identify good brands and how to land accounts. But then it really goes a lot further than that because what you'll find is um, if all you're doing is sending a brand owner a purchase order every month, you become kind of a commodity and you, you know, uh, nobody wants that, you know, commodities, you know, get cut. And so the wholesale formula also teaches you how to build relationships with brand owners so that you become more valuable to them. And the ultimate goal the peak of this whole system here is when you have an exclusive right to sell a brand's products on Amazon. Now you've eliminated the other sellers on the listings and now you have 100% of the buy box sales. And so it teaches you how to work a brand closer to doing that. Awesome. Yeah, I've had uh, Dan and Dylan on my channel. Um, I think it was earlier this year, I think. But I'll link below for those of you guys watching if you guys want to hear from them, the founders of the Wholesale Formula um, and check out their interview. I'll link that below for you guys. Uh, as well as more information about the wholesale formula. Um, 
I guess just to wrap up here soon, you know, what, what advice would you give to someone that's watching this? And this is just the very first time that they're discovering, maybe they're in a position that you were in a couple of years ago working, you're working as a chef, you're working long hours, looking for ways to um, generate some more passive income or other things that could help you uh, have more freedom in your life but you're not quite sure how to get started. Uh, maybe there's some fear, you know, your job, your family is consuming a lot of your time. What advice would you give to someone in that position that's looking to make a change in their life and maybe looking at an opportunity like this to get started? Yeah, so I, I cer certainly appreciate that situation because it's a tough one to be in. Um, you know, I, I, I can't remember the study or the exact numbers or anything like that, but I, I saw a study one time that basically demonstrated that um, small business owners who start a business while working full time have like an, an incredibly enormous advantage over business owners that like go cold turkey and just start it. And so, you know, there's really never been a better time to start a small business on the side. And uh, FBA certainly presents a huge variety of uh, opportunities. And of them, I really believe, and this is what attracted me to it, is that this reverse wholesale sourcing model is the least risky way to go about it. You know, you don't have to spend hours at a store grocery shopping and then prepping your own stuff. And then, and then you can never find it again. So you have to like find new inventory every week. And then private label for all of its upside can represent a big risk and a lot of investment on the front end. And so this really kind of fits the bill where you don't really have to have a lot of um, time commitment or monetary commitment. And there's not a lot of risk because you're really kind of making sure that everything's really good to go before you, you know, place any uh, orders. So I would, I would really recommend thinking about this model and uh, you know, looking at it and, you know, strongly considering it because it's something that you could build in a few hours a week. Um, and if at first, if all it does is it helps you pay down a credit card or pays off your car or a medical bill or something, then, you know, that's an enormous relief, which is exactly how I used it initially. And it's just an enormous relief to take that pressure off of you. Um, and then eventually, you know, hopefully do this full time. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I know it's a really an amazing opportunity. And I've been, I've been selling on Amazon for a long time and didn't know much about it, but it's something I've been sharing more people that are looking to get started that don't want to invest as much money in the private label route. Um, I guess my last question is, you know, for you to, to, to be where you're at and especially for you to work as hard as you have, um, especially when you had your job, you must've had a strong why that really motivated you and just kind of reminded you why you're doing this and to keep moving forward with it. Do you mind sharing what, what was that why? What was that big motivation for you to really um, pursue this and make that decision that you're gonna, you're gonna make this happen in your life? Uh, I really don't like working for other people. That's probably my strongest why. I really don't like working for other people. And, um, you know, like it would just anger. It, it, I'm, I'm very possessive over my time. That's what it is. I want to use my time in my day, in my life, the way that I want to use my time. And um, I always felt like I had a boss who felt like they were entitled to my time. And I couldn't, I, I was like chafing under that. And so that's what was my big motivation. And ultimately why I was like, I've had enough, I'm quitting. So that was my big why. And so when you have your own time, I can spend my weekends baking with my children, which is something I love to do. Um, and I'm able to travel all over the place with my Chase Rewards points. So that worked out well as, as well. So that's been my big why, really. Beautiful. 
All right, well, Ian, I want to thank you so much for your time and sharing uh, your story. I think it's going to inspire a lot of people and just kind of what you shared about reverse source wholesaling and uh, the opportunity of it. So thank you so much. And uh, I appreciate your time today. Thanks for having me on. Hey guys, if you enjoyed this interview with Ian and you want to learn more about the wholesale formula, then I'll put a link below in the description for you guys. Or if you go to www.projectlifemastery.com slash TWF, TWF, if you go to that page there, you guys can learn more about the wholesale formula. Now the wholesale formula is actually only available once or twice a year. So it's not very often that this program becomes available. It's a program that I personally gone through now uh, once I discovered it number of months ago, uh, maybe even last year, I don't remember exactly when, but I learned a lot from it. And it's a really amazing business model that can be a great fit for so many of you that are looking to get started selling on Amazon, but don't have the upfront capital that is required to do the private label process. And as you heard from Ian, uh, there's a lot of opportunity and potential uh, with this business model um, for anybody, anybody that wants to get started with it from anywhere in the world. And uh, there's a few more interviews I'll be doing with other people and students that have done the wholesale formula sharing their success and their stories. So I've seen a lot of success stories with it and I think it'd be a really fantastic fit for some of you guys that this resonates with. So go to www.projectlifemastery.com slash TWF. Link is in the description. Otherwise, if you enjoyed it, give it a thumbs up, leave me a comment below, subscribe for more, and I'll see you guys again soon. Take care. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.